So I always check in on the Global News webpage, see what's going on. It's actually, it's actually a pretty solid news webpage. They keep it updated regularly. There's a live announcement taking place from Patrick Brown right now. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I'll find out. Uh, and do you know what the second most read story on the Global News webpage is with 11,593 Canadians having read this story? WHO declares highly infectious Marburg virus outbreak in Ghana. Sounds like a big deal, right? So you read the story. WHO has declared Ghana's first outbreak of the Ebola-like Marburg virus disease after labs confirmed the infection in two cases earlier this month. Two cases. It's very infectious hemorrhagic fever in the same family as Ebola. It spread to people by fruit bats and transmitted among people through direct contact with bodily fluids of infected people and surfaces. The question I have, though, is, okay... How big of a deal is this really? And are we just really hypersensitive to this kind of thing now? For good reason. Not saying there's not a reason to be a little more vigilant than we used to be, but uh, has it changed? Is this different? Would we have been told about this five years ago? I'm not sure. We're going to chat now with Dr. Jason Kindrachuk, who is the Canada Research Chair in Emerging Viruses at the University of Manitoba. Doc, thanks for joining. Always uh, nice to chat. Hey, thanks for having me on, Shay. So for you, uh, emerging viruses scientist, I'm sure this announcement is very, very interesting. To me, how should I feel about it? Should I care? Uh, yeah, you know, listen, I, a good example right now is we're, we're facing monkeypox globally, yeah. right? And we, we have to appreciate monkeypox has been around since 1970. And I would argue that probably our lack of concern um, ha- has actually directly led to, to what we're seeing today, or at least contributed. The, the same thing goes with, with Marburg. Listen, I, I remember you know talking about Ebola at conferences prior to 2014, and people you know would kind of almost snicker a little bit when you yeah. say it's a global public health threat. I, you know, Ebola you know rolled through all of West Africa and was a big deal and continues to be a big deal. Marburg showing up in, in a new country, not that surprising given given the uh, the, the relationship uh, of where uh, Ghana is in, in West Africa, but certainly it's it's concerning. It's, it's Marburg. It, you know, it's something that we've got to get contained. We've got to figure out you know where it's spilled over from and and uh, whether or not there are more cases. Yeah, and it is extremely uh, serious. Case fatality rates, I read here, in the past outbreaks have ranged from 24 to 88%. So this is not something you want running loose. No, it, it's not. And, and you know, I, I think one of the things, uh, you know, that, that has maybe been, uh, well, it's not a benefit, but for, for Marburg, you know, the, the case fatality rates have always been so high, it really hasn't been able to move yeah. through uh, through populations very readily. But it, it packs a big punch. Like, it's, it's you know, Ebola's bigger, tougher brother. Um, so, we you know, we, we've got to try and, and figure out what's going on here. Um, so for us uh, the public mm-hmm. when do we when does this become something that we we need to be for you obviously like you say this is this is something that needs to be watched it needs to be monitored and it needs to be controlled it needs to be contained um at this point for me it's kind of like okay interesting when did when does that change yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think it changes for a while, right? Yeah. And, you know, for, for Ebola, I think it was the same thing, that, you know, really, you know, West Africa was bad, but to be fair, we didn't see many cases in North America. Yeah. Even when we did see cases, pretty isolated, right? So yeah. I, I don't think, in terms of worry, we don't need to be worried uh, it, for, for ourselves in terms of our own health, but what we need to be worried about is these things continue to have an impact uh, in, in regards to not only global public health, but also the economy. So each new outbreak ends up having a, a concomitant uh, uh, impact on those things. Yeah. 
The ripple effect, if we will, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, you mentioned monkeypox. Now, that one's a little bit different, because like you say, we, we would hear reports about monkeypox now and then, but now we're seeing, you know, an increase of over 50% in the case numbers in one week in this country. We're now pushing 500 cases. So obviously, it's not something that's happening far away anymore. No, and you know, and I would argue too that you know we got to think back to you know 2003. We we did see monkeypox get into the Midwest and the U.S. led to you know a, a few dozen cases. Um, it was kind of a warning sign for us, right? That listen, this is not a virus that's just isolated uh, into uh, Central and West Africa. Um, we, we've got to be you know very vigilant in trying to get this under control. And, and I think we let that you know really that concern wane. I mean, you've got some pretty great pox virus researchers in Edmonton, guys like Dave Evans and, and Ryan. Noise, um, who can tell you about the history of this virus uh, and why we need to uh, to be more vigilant? For us right now, uh, listen, it's having a global impact. Um, we've got some big concerns in regards to where does it go next? Does it get into wild animals? Does it continue to transmit? Does it get into uh, uh, higher risk populations where we tend to see more severe disease? And then, by the way, how do we get things contained in the endemic regions? Because unless we, we do that, we're going to continue to turn a blind eye and these risks are going to continue to uh, to be present. Are we doing what we need to do in this country? I mean, we continue to see cases ramping up pretty dramatically over the last six, uh, seven days. Yeah, you know, I think a big part of this, uh, you know, really, you know, we don't have, we have options for, for vaccination therapeutics. We, we certainly know that, uh, that that's been discussed, uh, you know, pretty broadly. I think there's a big question right now, how many people uh, should be getting vaccinated? How much vaccine do we have? But I think the bigger part of this is it's still about messaging, right? We know that cases continue to be overrepresented within the GBMSM community. That's not because this is a strictly GBMSM uh, virus. It, it, it certainly spreads out across all age groups, across both men and women. Um, but right now, it has a stranglehold on a particular community. We need to do everything we can in terms of messaging within those communities to, to talk about risks, to talk about what things to look for. But we also have to do everything we can to take away any potential stigma that, that may be attached to this, that reduces people's comfortability with coming forward uh, to, to the health care practitioners, um, because that is ultimately going to lead to more and more transmission in communities. All right. Great information, as always, Dr. Kindrachuk. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Shay. That's Dr. Jason Kindrachuk, who is the Canada Research, Research Chair in Emerging Viruses at the University of Manitoba. And as, as we said, you know, yeah, you're talking about a guy who undoubtedly We'll be keeping a very, very close eye on situations like this. This is what he does. Interesting with Dr. Kinderchuk, in fact, when we first ever spoke with him way back when COVID was just starting to be a thing, it was on our radar, I think it was probably early, early in 2019, like January, February kind of thing. So we get a hold of Dr. Kinderchuk, Canada's research chair in emerging viruses, we're talking, he was in Nigeria. Uh, presenting at one of these international conferences talking about probably something like Ebola or Marburg or monkeypox or something like that. Lo and behold, we had no idea what it would become.